Weird Shit My Mom Says, episode 29. I'm Jules. And I'm Cece. That was like a really soft rock kind of entry. I'm feeling like a soft rock kind of entry tonight. Why? Why? Immediately when I said that, I thought about this one time when we were at the Springs and oh boy, he doesn't have a fake name yet. I've never used it. Mm, What should I call son number three? Son number three. He (laughs) um, turns to me and he's got something in his hand. And I said, what's that? And he goes, this is the softest rock I have ever felt in my life. <laughs> Can you feel this? You should feel this. And I'm looking at it, and it starts to dawn on me. And suddenly he goes, oh, my God, this is a turd. What? You, what kind of toot? Like, what kind of toot? What kind of poop was it? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Probably a toddler poo. But he was petting it, oh. and he was going to ask me to touch it. So when you that's said nasty. soft rock, that's what I thought of. Oh, well, yeah. Um, the weirdest thing just happened hmm. to me moments ago. Did you know that for two weeks, like since I got back from Florida, I just like take my laundry out of the dryer and I just fold it and put it away right away. Do you think that perhaps I did some subliminal messaging on you? Did you? Because I've never, listen, guys, like I know I've been an adult for 20 years, but that like that many times in a row, like I think I would probably count on one hand the amount of times I just straight put my laundry away right away. And I've done it so many times in the last two weeks because I do use laundry. Did you do it like after I did it to your laundry as it came out? Well, no. I mean, like, yes and no. Like, I didn't want to get messy when when you were here. So I put everything away right away. Was it because, but was it because you didn't like the way that I folded the laundry? And so you felt the need to unfold the laundry that I folded and then fold it into the right form? Well, I, I had to do that. Like, what am I supposed to do? When, I know. Okay, guys, listen. I've been Marie Kondo folding, like, for, mm-hmm. and then, like, for real Marie Kondo, because I found a video of hers, like, back before Netflix got before to Before she was born. Yeah, before she was born. No, it was, like, really a actual Marie Kondo, like, YouTube video that I found a long mm. time ago. And I've been folding my clothes like that for probably 12 years or so. You are ahead of your and time. it's just really – it's important to me to see everything in the drawer when I open it. You are a revolutionary woman. Well, I'm glad that's happening I to am. you. And I – I said all that stuff as if I myself am a laundry putter aware when in fact yeah like don't pretend I could you actually are. build a fort out of laundry probably that's in my room <laughs> like I could be like doc I'm mad at you I'm building a wall that's right a wall and he'd be like okay see ya behind your clothing wall in fact when we when we started this podcast she used to just like use the clothes in her closet to be fair, I did put the them away like that time. That's good. I just don't I just don't know why there isn't like a conveyor belt that's under the floorboards of the home. Like how we have an air duct system 
like what you could do is that if you could fold it right as it comes out and then drop it into the conveyor belt and then the conveyor belt would go through the walls just like that and then drop it into said closet but then it how does it get folded because I have scoliosis on my back because you fold it, it. you still like have to fold bad. it when I fold it that's the part I, that's I hate it and when I went to the chiropractor for the first time in my life like last year and she took a thing and she was like hey listen she goes does it hurt really bad when you fold laundry and you do dishes and I was like oh my god I've never me felt too felt so validated in my life me too. It turns out, do you have a hump in your back? I, don't I know, do. I can't see back there. I my my back's all squirrely. I didn't know until I was grown up. So what do you do? Um. <sighs> yeah. So we're like five minutes in, man. It's time. Are you ready? Yeah, it's time. I'm. Yeah. I I'm not ready, but we're <laughs> just gonna do this. I feel like so much has happened since I saw you. Like so much. I know. I've I've had a day, man. Let's just say it started this way. I was up at 5.45 giving the car Peanut to, the car's name is Peanut, giving that car to Concrete Mm. Kira. And then after that, promptly while I was talking to her, the electricity went out. And guess what I had to do today? I had to take the doc to a doctor appointment. He can't walk. There's all these things happening. Had to take the cat to the vet. Guess where the cat carrier was? It was in the garage all the way at the top. Of the highest tower. There's oh, no electricity. No. I'm out there. Oh my gosh. It, my day. It's been a day. It's been a day. I'm sorry but, that happened to you. But the good news is that you get to talk about... I'm going to talk about the creepy thing. Oh, I like that. Okay. It was a vampire I'm going to talk about a creepy thing. I wasn't good at that. <laughs> It was supposed to sound like like a dog. Like a leprechaun, perhaps? Like a... Hmm. Why would I say that? Anyway, I'm going to start this out. So just buckle up for a little bit. On a dark, desolate highway, back in the year 1984, there was a family. They'd been on the road for hours. Hours. The dad, he was kind of a road warrior. He was one of those types that would never stop unless someone was actually exploding out of their eyeballs with pee. Did you just say exploding with pee? Everybody got the same thing. Like exploding like piss out your eyeballs? Yeah, like they had to pee so bad. Oh, I just thought that there was, like I thought there was a man on the side of the road that, okay, never mind. We're good. Keep going. There were quick stops along the way, mostly at McDonald's. And everyone in the car would get the same thing every time. A hamburger and a small fry and a small drink. And it because all had to be the same. didn't want to be asking, what do you want, Johnny? That's exactly right. Anyway, it's the end of a long day. Pulls over on the side of the road. Tells everyone to just shut up. Everyone gets some sleep. I need to rest for a little bit. I'm going to rest my eyes. We're going to wake up in a few hours. And we're going to hit the road again because we need to make it to the space launch. So they do. The kids are trying to sleep. The space launch to that. Okay. And suddenly it gets very quiet. You know the kind of quiet when you're sitting there imagining things. You see things that aren't there. You're looking out into the dark night. And suddenly you see a gleam of light shining off something. Did I imagine that? And then you hear it. 
There's a thumping. It's thumping louder. Why is everyone else in the car sleeping? Exactly. And you hear something on the gravel. Looking out, there is nothing. There's trees and more trees and black, inky darkness. Suddenly, there's a big crash on the hood of the car. Metal on metal. And then you hear it running down the length of the car, screeching. Oh my God, why is no one waking up? And then the window crashes. It cracks open and everyone in the car is being obliterated. There's a man. He's stocky. He's wearing a flannel. Like a motherfucking lumberjack? And he's got one stump. Okay. And the last thing that you see before the axe blade. Like stump leg. His hand. His fucking hand. And the last thing that you see before it's lights out for the rest of forever is the axe blade coming right through your forehead. That, my friends, is the story of Stumpy. (laughs) It's not real, yo. It's real. It's real when you're five and you're really on the side of the road and it's really 1984. Oh, I was born then. Um, You were a baby. But our dad, he, uh, he had a tendency to tell those stories when we would be on a road trip. Or someplace very dark and scary, like camping. And Stumpy. Yeah. Nobody knew where Stumpy came from. We made a point of asking our dear old dad when we were just with him. Dad, could you tell us the story of Stumpy? Where did he come from? And he goes, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom goes, camp? (laughs) Like, okay, guys. Awesome. Did he go to camp? Yeah, he was a Boy Scout. It's a thing he learned. That's weird. I don't know. But Stumpy. Stumpy was a part of our childhood. It was a thing. He He was. was. a big part of our our childhood. There were nights when I couldn't sleep. And, of course, Stumpy, I thought, was in my window. You know? Why? Why does he have a stump missing? (laughs) Why is his hand missing? Who knows? But I do know how Peter Stump lost his hand. Who's that? (laughs) Like, you don't know. Just kidding. Just kidding. I know. I know who it is. We're going to go in the... Please tell us of the real life Stumpy. The real life Stumpy. Which has nothing to do with the story that she just told. Nothing at all. It does, too. They have something in common. Oh, the Stump. They're both called Stump. Okay. Totally in common. Okay. So we're going to go in the way back machine. Okay. It had to go way farther than usual because we are going back to the year of our Lord, 1589. Okay. Just kidding. We're probably going back like 30 years before that, 25 to 30 years before that. So what's that? What's that? 69, 64. Like, 1560s, mid-ish, 
something in there. All right. Like, like we can really tell the difference between the 1590s and the 1560s. We can't. And you know why? Because people didn't even – because nobody recorded anything. They did sometimes record when they got baptized, but also people just made shit up. You could change the spelling of your last name, like Peter did. Like, at one point – you could really do that until like a It's just like, do you know how to spell? Ago. No. Do you? No. Just do whatever you want to do. I don't know. Whatever. So he was Peter Stoob, Peter Stubb, Peter Stubby, Peter Stoob, Peter Stumpf, and the best, Peter Stump. Today I'm giving him a new last name, Stumpy. He's the original Stumpy. Okay? <laughs> the original. So, oh, other fun fact about him. He may or may not be an old-timey serial killer. Oh. Are you intrigued? I I am, but I already know a little bit about him. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. So. Why? Because we did the are... research for this on our drive back from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did. And we had a lot of fun talking about it. But let's just say he was, he. nobody really knows how old he was when this happened. Some people have guesstimated that he was probably like fifty, because you that didn't probably even live to be fifty years old. Yeah, so likely he was born, uh, I guess, around like fifteen thirty, in probably someplace near Bedburg, Germany, um, because this story does take place in Bedburg, Germany, and he was a wealthy farmer in that area. So it would take a dude some time. To build up some wealth, you know, things like that. The reason why he was called Stump was because he had a stump. Nobody knows why. Do we know how he got Stump? Well, allegedly, it was cut off when he was like, you know, a werewolf. But whatever. A Mm. werewolf. Surprise, Surprise, surprise. Okay. Motherfucker. So, what we do know is that during the 1580s, he seems to have had a dead wife. Uh, she wasn't alive anymore. He had two children. Uh, we know about the girl. Um, and then there was also a boy. And clearly nobody really cared enough about him until later in the story when they talk about some bad shit. But girl, she's like at least probably 15 years old. Her name is Sybil, and I, I feel like they were just like, Billy, like was her nickname, was like Beal, no, like like Billy. Oh, Beal, I thought like, you said Billy at first, so I was like, okay. I don't know how they would have said it, but that's what yeah, they call yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Bill. Like, hey, I'm going to call her Bill. It's Belle. super classy and girly, you know, any girl. Wouldn't love to be called Bill. Well, anyway. She do what she wants. So let's talk a little bit about him and why he left such an impression and why people might think that uh, he had his arm cut off when he was a fucking wolf. This is some crazy stuff. I'd say you can't make this kind of stuff up, but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. (laughs) Yeah, I think that is precisely what they did. But I don't know. I might beg to differ later. Okay. All right. This is kind of a thing where we're going to tag team it. So I am going to talk about some stuff um, in the beginning. And Cece is going to pick up and kind of 
go crazy on some of the stories that are behind it as well. But basically what was going on during like a 25 year period or so, this guy, he was, he was accused of some things later on. Okay. He was well known in town. He was, he was rich, right? He would walk around town. He'd be saying hi to everybody. How you doing, Mrs. Smith? Shaking his stump at everybody. (laughs) In a friendly way. And everybody thought he was great. They were like, that is the friendliest Stumpy I have ever met in my life. And they held it against Stumpy people back then. And he makes mean turnip. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people were Stumpy. Like, you probably weren't normally allowed to... Well, like, you think a lot of people were? Because, like, weren't they mean to people for having... Like, they'd be like, that man is a cripple. I mean, like, you had to get your arms cut off for various reasons. <laughs> Like, yeah, if you had an infection, like, let's say that you had, like, like oh, man, my toenail got really, really ingrown. Just cut it right off. And you got a really bad infection. I know how to fix that. Let's slap a leech on there. Oh, no, that didn't work. Well, let's cut it off. You don't want to get the gangrene, right? When you get gangrene, does it turn green? Yeah. But that's probably I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I bet you it does. I bet you it does because like Probably. nasty. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, we're getting off track. Ugh. Sorry. You usually do that to me, but. I just ignore you when you do it. <laughs> I know. Okay. So for about 25 years, this whole area in this in this valley where they lived, it was terrorized. They seriously like they would the farmers would go into the field and they would be like what the fuck happened last night all of my goats man they're ripped what was up. there like oh i th- was like is there wolf poop what or something i don't know i couldn't figure out why they were <laughs> keep going i figured okay. out it was so there would be like goats basically like a bunch of animal bodies you know like their their flocks their sheep their cows carcasses, carcasses right if you will I do want to say to you, I'm just going to throw this in there really quick so you can put on your tinfoil hat, but perhaps, <gasps> does this remind you of some other weird lumps of flesh that used to be cows in a field? Ooh, it's fucking aliens, man. It wasn't a werewolf. This whole thing is aliens. Okay, okay. that's it. Put a lid on I'm it. I'm so sorry. Put a lid going, on it. But put now I have a new theory. Away. Now. Okay. I have a tinfoil lid on it right now. So, okay, keep going. Carcasses. So things are happening, right? Like people don't know. They're getting scared. It looks like an animal ripped these things apart. Not just like a animal, but like what can come in and rip apart like an entire flock or an entire field? I'm just saying if the butthole was pulled out, we know who did it. Yeah, okay. You're right. But then what started happening? Children. At least oh. 18 to 14 children. Bodies. That's a lot of kids. Oh, like bodies? So they weren't just missing. Like, sometimes kids would go missing. Sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes pregnant women went missing. Exactly two. And sometimes other women would go missing during this time period. Sometimes they were found. And sometimes they weren't. But when they were okay. found, they were ripped up god so it wasn't pretty it wasn't good 
can we just all, before I say this, everyone get upset. This isn't real, okay? Probably wasn't real. But in the story, they said that there were fetuses ripped from the mom's wombs and that they... Whoa, that's very graphic. <laughs> yeah, it got really graphic and he said some things about it, but was he was under duress. So let's move on from that. Okay. Okay. So basically what's going on in this area is that, of course, people aren't going to like wrap their tiny little pea brains around the fact that this could be, you know, a real ass serial killer or whatever, right? But what they did know is that yeah. sometimes if their daughter would go by themselves into a dark wooded area and walk, that she might not come back or they might find her in a terrible way. So why do they let them right? keep doing that? Because they weren't going to go get their own chores done. That's why you oh. have children back in the day. They were like, well, she might get eaten, but we do need somebody to do this chore for us. It was basically like, well, we got 15 more cows. Who's going to milk them? It's not like I'm going to send a boy out. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Protect the lineage. Right. Right. Okay. So one of these, one of these instances is happening, right? And this woman, this uh -huh. girl, it's a girl, it's a girl. She goes out and she's walking and she starts to get attacked, but she makes some horrific sounds that are like, <laughs> whatever. I don't know what it sounded like. Oh my. But apparently it sounded enough like a calf in distress oh. that a whole flock of these giant cows came running at them. Ah, that isn't like the just cows and that's scary to a wolf. Yeah. yeah, the cows, maybe even a man cow, maybe even a man cow. Like a were cow? Is that, that scary or silly? Okay, well they scared off Peter. They scared Peter bad enough that everyone came and they were like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that's kind of." And the girl was like, "He's the one. He's the one that did it, Stumpy." Ah. Yeah. So there he was. He's standing there, and he's just like, "Oh, hi, guys." But like, what was the situation? Like, was like, yeah, well, they don't out? Really say. But I'm gonna guess that he was probably wearing nothing but a fur girdle. Why? Why would you? Why say that? would I say that? Why would you say such a weird thing, Jules? Why yeah, why? Well, the reason I would say that is because they commenced torture, right? They huh. bring him back. Okay. During this time, there were a lot of things going on. There were things happening that they couldn't explain. Things were crazy. They were obsessed mm -hmm. with black magic. Oh. They didn't know. If you were a woman, you were probably going to be called a witch if they didn't like you. Or a black magic woman. If you were a dude that they didn't like. They might just call you a werewolf. Werewolves. So. I just, um, I can't stop thinking about the girdle, man. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Is he just like wearing a girdle with like his flaccid wiener hanging out underneath? Like just this belt? Like I'm just very confused. <laughs> okay. You. Okay. Okay. But no, for real. I know. Okay. Clearly. All right. So what do they do with him? They put him on the rack. Do you know what the rack is? Uh, kind of. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, but I'm 
somewhat confused about wow. what it is. <sighs> Maybe like a thing that stretches you. I'm not looking at a picture of the rack, so you could actually describe it probably better than me. Or I could click on this link right here. Yeah, you do that. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm not feel confident. Uh, it's a torture rack. Oh, Basically, okay. they, like, strap you onto this thing. And then I think that they, like, turn a little wheel or something. But when they do it, oh, no, there's it looks like a ladder. And then they, like, have some dudes, like, walk in a different direction, and it basically, like, stretches you until you break. So it's like when you tie a person to a horses with all their limbs, and then you, like, shoot a gun, and it makes them stretch you. Mm-mm. It's like that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, they're stretching out his innards. Everything is hurty. Mm. Probably legs were popping out of joint. And oh, also his nope, I don't arm. like that. And he was like... Okay, and they were probably asking him questions. Yeah. Do you know why they might be asking him harsh questions? Because they want to know if he's a goddamn werewolf or if he's a black magic woman. Well, fun fact. 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 They lived in the Holy Roman Empire. Fact. Peter Stump was a Protestant. Ooh, that's salacious. You can't be that. You can't no. be that. No, you really can't be that. They don't want you. Mm-mm. You're going to be digging up trouble. You're causing trouble. So, what's going to happen? Werewolf. Well, they're going to put you on the fucking rack. So they did, you know. And then they're probably asking him questions. And while they're asking him questions. They're stretching him? He's like, okay, okay, okay. Listen, me and the devil, me and the devil, we've been friends. Since I was mm, 12. And then they're like, were you friends with the devil when you were 12? And he's like, yes. Yes, I was. Very best of friends. Yes, I was. Please, please leave my arm on. And then they're like, did you do black magic? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I did it. I did all the black magic. Yes, I'm a black magic woman. And then they were like, ah. And they're like, what did he promise you? (laughs) Right? And this is what he came up with while he was under duress. He said, he said that the devil basically was like, hey, I'm going to visit you sometimes, okay? And on one of these visits, I'm going to be like, hey, Peter, what would you like to be more than anything in the world? Like if I, it's basically like a genie, right? Like if you had a wish, what would it be? Oh, he wants to eat people. And you know what Peter wanted more than anything? Go run and dance with the wolves. I think that's what he wanted. Well, he wanted to eat people like a wolf and probably run like a wolf. Yeah, I got part of it, right? So he wanted a magic girdle. Why Why would they call it a girdle? Why can't they just call it a fucking belt? Like, that's what I need to know. You're just, like, wandering around, like, flaccid wiener flapping with a belt? <sighs> I'm not, you know. It's just, like, it's so fucking weird. Fact. <laughs> He wore a wolf girdle. But, like, what does that mean? They call it a belt. It's like a belt or a girdle, which are completely different things in my book. Yeah. Like, like a girdle one's... is going to push up your man titties. Yeah, it's like a bustier. Like, I like to believe that he was probably wearing a fur girdle and that he tightened it so that his chest would get really big. Like a werewolf. <laughs> he wanted big wolf titties? I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about beer also. Okay. 
Did you forget about that part? I think you forgot about the part. Okay, so anyway. I did forget about that part. Basically, he said that this girdle would allow him to be like the truest form of everything he wanted to be. He would metamorphosize into, quote, the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like fire. Ooh. A mouth great and wide with most sharp and cruel teeth. <laughs> yeah. A huge body and mighty paws. Except for that one paw that was missing. Yeah, that didn't work. And it got cut off. Yeah. It's a Did somebody claim to cut it off? Or Okay. So here's my kind of understanding of the thing. Is that before they my understanding is that before they realized that Stumpy, like a man, was a werewolf. They all thought that this big werewolf creature that was stalking the village for 25 years had, was missing a paw, its left paw. Well, Stumpy's missing his left hand. So, yeah, mm-hmm. put that in your girdle and smoke it. What's the red flag? Oh, damn. Totally him. Like, red flag that he's a. Uh, man eating there's no such thing as a coincidence okay and then when he was done he would just take the belt off and it would transform him back into a human yep and like he thought this was fun he liked it he really liked it how did he get it off no he probably was like like, i just don't understand like how his paws unbuckled the belts did he have to rip it every time remember in silence of the lambs yeah, like, remember in Silence of the Lambs when he would, like, put on the skin and, like, dance around in it? Like, that's what I imagine him doing in this girdle. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand, like, how he gets it off. Like, you'd think maybe he had to, like, tear it with his paw yeah. and then, like, what, did he have to, like, ask his daughter well, to sew it back together every time? Yeah. He doesn't have thumbs. Weird, but. Like, I just, I don't get it. He's only got one paw. So he yeah, literally. <sighs> oh God! Yeah, like. Well, you how know did who he probably do it? How did he get sewed it, off? it for him? Was Bill? Bill. I bet That's because his she knew about it. Yeah, the daughter Bill. To everything that he was saying. Fact. He said that he was in a incestuous relationship with Bill. With his daughter, I guess, when he was getting stretched to death. Gross. Yeah. That's nasty. And they also said that he was doing it with his well, sister. Is, it, is that real? And also, they said that, okay. he was doing it with they're just, a They're taking it too far. That was sent to him as a personal gift from the devil. Do you know what a succubus says? Um, okay. Uh, like some kind of whore. It's like a little demon. Or something. It's a demon thing. Some kind of like a special person? demon present from the devil. Like a demon seed that has. That sex? is not what the actual definition is. I'm gonna look. Okay. Because I feel like I'm cheating everyone by not telling yeah, you them. Are. Okay, a succubus, according to Wikipedia, that Steve wrote. Good Steve. Is a demon or supernatural entity in folklore of in female form that appears in dreams to seduce men. Usually, though, sexual activity. Okay. Oh, usually through sexual activity. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought there was a lot of sex stuff happening with it. I was like, period. 
End of sentence. Ah. Okay. According to religious tradition, a succubus needs male semen to survive. Ah. Repeated sexual activity with a succubus will result in a bond being formed between the succubus and the man. The succubus cannot drain or harm the man with whom she is having. Mm. Okay. In modern representations, a succubus is often depicted as a beautiful seductress or enchantress rather than as demonic or frightening. Okay. The male counterpart for the succubus is the incubus. I didn't know that. He was incubus stumpy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing that happened with that. Um, he also had a mistress, so he was just getting it with everyone. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. One of the children that went missing, that was killed during this time period, supposedly was his son. You know, the one that nobody cares about what his name or age is. Yeah. But the love, he did love his son very, very much. But he was a, quote, a relentless bloodsucker. <laughs> Is that right? That's yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what they called him. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. He was just kidding. He was a quote, insatiable bloodsucker. Oh, I was like, it was some that's kind of bloodsucker shit. Hungry, hungry hippo. I like my son's brains. He ate his kids' brains. Yeah. I thought that eating brains was like a fucking zombie thing, not a werewolf thing. No, he like ate the brains. He ate the brains and he said that they were delicious. He okay. also said that he referred to the fetuses. Um, he, quote, ate their hearts panting hot and raw. Wow. And he said they were dainty morsels. Yeah. He said the word dainty morsels while he was being stretched. Like, or, like, at that, like, nobody's going to say dainty morsel during being stretched. Because somebody said those words to him. Like, I swear to God, there was some sick motherfucker. And he's like, were they dainty morsels? And he was like, I guess. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like, and the person that was the person that was screaming that at him, fact, they were sweating profusely from their forehead and their eyeballs were popping out of their head. Like, I think they, they had some very kind of into going it. on. They, yes. Yeah. So then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe head to prevent him from wow. returning to the grave before he was beheaded and his body was burned in a pyre. And then his daughter and his mistress, they got burned, like, alongside his body. So there was, like, his, like, gross-ass body. And then they were like, here, guys, you're going to go, like, hang out on top of his dead body. Oh. And we're going to flay you and strangle you. So fucked up. Like, that wasn't their fault. She's getting raped by her dad. Gross. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Um... Oh, and then local authorities actually put up a big pole um, with a torture wheel and the figure of a wolf on it because they were like, this is what happens if you're a fucking Protestant. Oh, yeah. I see that in my picture. <laughs> oh, and they they also put Stumpy's severed head on it. Yeah. Yeah. See that one. Yeah. That's like Game of Thrones. So style. they did look for like they asked him during this, where's where's your magic belt? Where is it? And he just told them. He told them where to find it. And guess what? They, they didn't find it. What? They oh. he like told <laughs> That's a kind of important No. They said there's actually like 
there's like no truth to any of this. Like there, I mean, like, yeah, it's all no. He's if just you believe stretched. anything that I'm telling you to be true, then your life is fun. You're living a fun place in your brain, <laughs> but no. Anyway, some people wrote some stuff about him, like hundreds of years later. Like they wrote up a big thing and passed it all around when they were like, "Hey guys, remember werewolves? This is why we hate them." Oh wow! So let's talk a little bit about those werewolves. That is where you come in. Super. We are going to be talking about the werewolf trials, which is really what Peter Stumpy went through here. So, mm-hmm. werewolves came about. It's believed maybe as kind of a male parallel to a European witch, and in the late 1500s like so or actually the, the late uh, 15th century so 1400s through the early 18th century so this is a long period of time there were werewolf trials regularly where people mostly men were being accused of being werewolves maybe because they had different ideas and religion and were perceived to have black magic and things like that. And they were like working with the devil and all that shit. And so it kind of started off first with accusations of wolf riding or wolf charming. Really? So you can't be going around and riding on the back of a wolf, even if he's your best friend, you can't do that. And you can't charm a wolf either. So you can't, make them like you so i guess dogs are off the table or i'm not really sure dang and also you can't dance with wolves that's not allowed i believe the dancing with wolves is very likely not allowed (laughs) so what would you do if you had a very best wolf friend i don't know i feel like you'd have to like hide him away in secret you'd have to keep your very best wolf friend secret I think that's the only way. I guess maybe you just can't become friends with dogs. Like, when did dogs, like, when did dogs as we know it become a thing? Were those around then? Okay, getting back on Lycanthropy, that's So eventually right. this turned into accusations of lycanthropy, which is the transformation of a wolf and what we know of as werewolves. <laughs> when did do- <laughs> like when did a dachshund become a thing? I don't know. I wouldn't have made it back then. Well, if you rode Lo- Layla, then yes. Yeah, we would have been in trouble. There is a wolf-like creature that lives in my house. He is huge. Yes, he is literally gigantic. We went to the vet today and she said that he is the biggest dog of that breed that she has ever seen in her life she's like i have never seen a dog like that before (laughs) it's really big yeah you need to explain how big he's 146 pounds jesus you guys would have been dead and he would have been dead as well he would oh he would have been killed a long time ago if we lived back in the day um from 23 minutes into the episode up until now I just want to say that the recording you were listening to was me talking to a recording of Jules. And I just want to... Stop doing that. Don't tell people. I have to. It's hilarious. It's the illusion. We lost a huge chunk of my thing. And I just like 
I'm gonna have to like we gotta get it done so anyway back to this so get it together yeah I was gonna keep talking about the werewolf trials but Mm -hmm. you know what we really could talk about and I think because we've been recording for a while right we're pretty deep in yeah yeah we're like 42 minutes you guys really should know you know like how these olden time people were identifying wolves so in the story that Jules just told we knew that an injury so like they identified this wolf because it didn't have a paw and Peter was missing his arm clearly and so or a hand or whatever it was right clearly Mm -hmm. and so that was one way that you could tell. So if you saw somebody that had a scar on like above their eyebrow and then you looked at a wolf and it had a big scar above its eyebrow, you know that it's your buddy across the street who has a scar on his eyebrow. Well, There's no possible way that both a wolf and your neighbor could have a scar on their eyebrow. There are no such thing as coincidences. No, absolutely not. And the other thing you can check out is you can cut open their skin and see if there's fur underneath their wound that's a really good idea so just like if you're not sure take a knife do a quick cut on your friend's arm and if hair starts popping out of it from the inside you got yourself werewolf. a wolf back you got yourself werewolf. a werewolf yeah if that fails how could that fail you need well it it just might not happen. If he's got you know, a scar. Because they never found anybody probably with any. But if he had the scar. But let's say there's no scar. You cut them you open. You just have like a feeling. no fur underword. You still have an inkling that there's something going on. So pretend you're a doctor. Have them lift up their tongue and say ah. Oh. And you're going to look underneath their tongue to see if there's any bristles. Oh, shit. That's right. Like furry bristles okay. under their tongue. All right. I'm taking notes. And when they're in wolf run, they might not fully look like a wolf, too. So I guess they look similar to wolves, but they're larger. They have no tail. Wait, and they, they don't have, have tails? human eyeballs and a human voice. So they, they can, can still talk? talk to you. No, no tail. Do, wait, wait, wait. They wait, can. Wait. Yeah, they, they don't still have, have like a wolf voice. beak. What do they call that? I think they have like a wolf nose, a snout. Is it called what? It's, oh, it's a snout, not a beak. Okay. Yeah, it's not a beak. It's a snout. I think <laughs> that they have, beak. they look similar to, I think there's a snout. It's just that they have human eyeballs. So, you know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Can we, am I getting ahead if we talk about the moon? Um, You can talk about the moon if you want to. I don't know. Because that's like a more, like we do know. So like Peter, he had a special belt. Other werewolves of the olden days told people that they put an ointment on oh yeah and i forgot about that and like how they did this i'm not sure like you have to cover your whole body in the ointment how does it go away does it like wash off in a stream like if it got on your hands first your hands would turn into paws like immediately and you'd be like you'd have like ointment okay. on your paw and you'd be like trying to rub it in the it best just, way it seems very confusing the best and way difficult to do it is if I had to take a guess, I would take saran wrap and I would put it across an open doorway. I would take the saran wrap and then I would put the magic ointment on the saran wrap and then I would get naked. I would get naked. Okay. And I would run <laughs> okay. at it and spin really fast. But as you're spinning really fast, <laughs> okay. 
you have to like I think it could work. be like doing squats so that you get like everything because like what if you missed some spots and like you had like your ear was still human or you know other stuff like a butt cheek like what if you had like a human butt cheek yeah. and then the rest of you was like a dog i mean it could i mean you could still i would save my hands though. for last and so my feeties but you just i would just imagine that people would miss parts so ointment just seems difficult but yeah, I don't really know how the howling at the moon part came I'd, about. Like, we did try. Like, we tried to find stuff. Like, did we actually, like, Google that, though? I th- I thought we did, but I was driving. But the thing is that it's more of a modern-day thing, but I do know that you could check to see if in modern times you, in fact, might be a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And you might think that that sounds silly, and you think that you would know if you were a werewolf. You would think. But it turns out that it's more common than you might think. Why? Because you guys know a werewolf, and it's me. Fact. Cece is a product of lycanthropy. It's true, and I could not find that article that we found. But, okay, guys, so here's the deal. I have, every now and then, I do have lucid dreams and i'm i'm trying to get better at them i'm not great at them but i do know in some of my dreams like a lot of my dreams that i figured out that i can run like a goddamn like dog or wolf and apparently according to this website that we found that that that's a sign that you're a werewolf yeah there's different levels of it so we were actually reading about it and there there is like a psychological study of lycanthropy. Um, there's people yeah. that like truly believe that they are, and there's the different levels of it, and then there's these um, like communities, and maybe you're part of one of those communities. Maybe that's why you're listening to us right now because you're part of that community, the lycanthropy community. And if you are, you have some answers to some burning questions that we have, and also Cece wants to be a member. Like, she wants one of those cards that says she's in the club. Yeah, I feel like I just, it would be cool to, like, have a werewolf diploma on my wall. But (laughs) what I can tell you, so I tried to find that article and I couldn't. Um, And so I did find a sillier article about being a werewolf that I would like to touch upon quickly. Please do. So do you like to be naked? Maybe a little bit too much? If so. I was like, wait, are you asking me? (laughs) Yeah. So especially if you like to get naked even more so when the moon is at its brightest, that could mean you are a werewolf. Or a nudist. And you might not know it. Yeah. If you are super hairy, especially on your paws. And your bum. Just kidding. On your hands. On your, like... Like on your palms. You're silly. What about under you, your tongue? You might be a werewolf. Also under your tongue. What about your I, insides? I for Are sure. your insides hairy? Yeah, like if you cut your skin open, I think that's called an ingrown hair. But <laughs> oh god, <laughs> nasty. You ever watch yes. those ones where it's like I'm? I'm one of those people that yes. watch. I watch ingrown hair and like pimple popping videos. I love that shit. Okay, so other things like if you just have a tendency to act like a dog a lot 
Because you're just really into that. That's that's a sign. So like furries. Oh, yeah. Like a furry. Yeah. If you have too much testosterone, so extreme testosterone, what they seem to be talking about is like an alpha male. Oh, I've known a few of those. Werewolf. Red flag. Werewolf. Yeah. Fact. If you crave raw meat, could be a sign. Sometimes pregnant women crave raw meat, I don't know. they? Yeah, I did. I did. I didn't eat it. But yeah. One time I ate. I'm sorry. This is probably why Frank is the way he is. One time when I was pregnant with him, I really, really wanted like a really raw steak and I did it and I shouldn't have. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Well, he might be a werewolf now. I just really loved the smell of raw hamburger when I was pregnant, which would be the kind of the worst raw meat you could eat probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the, the last sign that you may be a werewolf is that you have superhuman powers. Superhuman, so, super duper. Like if you run really fast, that could mean that you... So basically if you're in the fucking Olympics? Werewolf. Olympians, werewolves. I fact. knew it. Yeah. Um. Really, that's what I've got. But I think you were... I really... I think you were onto something. What do you mean? Like I really think you were onto something at the beginning. Because we're talking about mutilated cattle, people going missing, pregnant women specifically, and then, like, their babies are pulled out of them and stuff. The babies were killed. These, well, I know, but I'm just, like, because they're not going to live outside of it. But a lot of that points to me, like, aliens coming and investigating. But. Right? Like. I I knew you were going to say that, you know, and that's why I. I did Johnny Appleseed that shit. Like, I, I kind of wove it into the tapestry of what I was talking about because I wanted you to turn into a lunatic. Because. Because we learned. Well. It's just another sign that. I'm okay, a can you please just. Can you tell what you learned about the word lunatic, though? Other than that, you're going to. You signed a pact. Yes. You signed a pact with me. That you were going to name your next dog okay. Lunatic. I am okay, I just going to name my there. next dog Lunatic. And he will, he must be born on a full moon. Why, you ask? Because he is your because brethren. maybe you knew this, but I didn't know that the word lunatic comes from the word lunar, mm-hmm. like as in the moon. And I told our mom that and she just acted like she knew already, but I feel like that was a lie. She probably did, except for that one time, remember, when we played some kind of trivia with her, and she got, like, a really wrong answer, and I was, like, so shocked I couldn't help but laugh at her, and she was very upset. Oh, because it was hilarious, because she's, she's never, never wrong. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, how how many minutes do we have in this episode? 53. Oh, no. What else can we talk about? <laughs> I have things to talk about. <laughs> um. No, I just was going to talk about that whole – you're talking about, like, the alien thing, right? So, yeah, okay, the alien thing has one hiccup to it. Like, where were the nuclear oh. weapons? Like, where were they being kept in the 1500s? Can you tell me that? Like, this you would say, the, riddle me this. This is the olden days before they – this is the olden days before they were worried about nuclear weapons. This is probably like they're just coming back to look at us every now and then after they built the pyramids. And and the pyramids were gone. I don't know. But when the do you know? Were. And 
I know nothing. We talk about this a lot. But but I know I don't know much. I love you. But I know. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. So, I but like <laughs> We're going to get sued by Aaron Neville and then what? And then Aaron Neville will know who we are. I don't think that Aaron Neville is alive. I don't think he's alive anymore. Oh, he's he died. I think. I don't know why I whispered that. Well, because it might be okay. wrong. Yeah, don't be whispering into the phone. Are you? I know. I'm sorry. It? I'm sorry. We need to find out if Aaron Neville is alive. I'm looking right now. Oh um, man. Uh, yeah, I think he's alive. Yeah, he's alive, but he's 81 sure? years old. He is? 81 years old. <sighs> I'm glad. I was kind of scared for a second there. No, I, I think feel like we'd probably... He'd be honored. would probably like be to our benefit to get sued at this point, because then people might learn who we were. They might. And they'd be like in the news, they'd be like, Aaron Neville sues unknown podcast. <laughs> and, they <would> be like, <laughs> and then people would be like, what's that podcast that they're singing Aaron Neville on it? And then they might tune in. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I think that there might be other reasons besides nuclear weapons that they come to us. I think that that would make a lot of sense. I mean, why wouldn't they want to why wouldn't they study study us when we're literally running around wearing wolf girdles like a push-up bra or just like dumb enough to say like people are wearing wolf girdles so do you think if we're gonna go back to stumpy here if we're gonna go back to stumpy the werewolf do you think that he was a a serial killer um I don't know. I, I I feel inclined to say that anything is possible because if he just had a different religion and there's a lot of religious persecution going on at the time, we probably like there there's a lot of stipulation that these accused werewolves were in fact serial killers of their time. Mm-hmm. But what if they're just Protestants? <laughs> that really could be a thing. Or anything, you know, like think about it. He could have been a gay dude. True. And they were like, let's get him. You know, like you don't, there's so many things that he could be. Like it's too hard to speculate. And so the only logical explanation is aliens. Clearly. 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 Or he could have been a real werewolf, such as you are, where he just felt it in his soul. And sometimes he liked to dress up in his belt. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. If he, maybe he had like a wolf suit that he put on. Like maybe he made himself a beautiful coat. He was of probably fur. like honestly like some of these people, some of the werewolves probably were like like the original furries. Oh, for sure. Like I would just imagine. There's so many furries now that I they there had to have yeah. been other ones. I just wanted you to know that the internet says that Aaron Neville yeah. is the owner of a distinctive voice. Yeah, a one that really? soars. Fact. Almost implausibly. Yeah. Anyway, it it <laughs> is kind at of at least in the sense that it does not it. look like it comes from its owner. It's like he's like the it's like him and Rick Astley like changed of voices. Oh man, they got in one of those mix up machines. Yeah. 
They did. It was like Freaky Friday. <laughs> did you know that Lucy, one of her greatest fears is that Freaky Friday is going to happen to her? And that she's going to become you? Or what? Yes. And I'm like, why is that scary? And she's like, because I wouldn't know how to do your job. <laughs> yeah, call in sick that day, girl. Uh, I'm like, dude, there's a lot of other reasons. But okay. All right. Yeah. This was fun. Well, this was a fun one. It was really fun. Um, we do have some social media news. I actually put a little bit of time into social media this week. You did? To try to get us back on track. Because I've been way off That's track. Good. Yeah, so... I I gave our our web page that our web like our feed comes out of. There's like a web page that's attached to it, so I got a new little wallpaper up on that, and I updated our Patreon. And so, what I do want to tell you all is that coming in, let's say in January, because it's real close to the end of the year, and I know that Jules is going to be pretty Not busy. Do uh, so I'd productive. say coming in January, we'll have our first extra episode coming out on Patreon. So for $5 a month on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash podcast. For $5 a month, you would get an extra episode that's going to be uh, probably a little bit sillier mm-hmm. episode, like one of these, uh, where we just kind of watch some kind of documentary or read an article and just kind of chat about it. We'll have that going on. You'll have the chance to vote on episodes. I'm totally willing to put some ideas out there and let any patrons vote on what they think we should cover next. We also will likely once we get sponsors at some point, which probably isn't anytime soon, but eventually we would release ad free content there. And we will also shout your name out on a podcast episode. I will. I'll shout your name. So if you want to. Yeah, Jules will definitely. There's the werewolf. Oh my god, so will Foxtrot. He's talking right now. Do you hear him? Foxtrot will shout your name too. Oh no, he's like super loud. I'm positive he's going to show up on the recording. So we have that. Um, You know, check us out on TikTok at Weird Shit My Mom Says Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Weird Shit My Mom Says Podcast. You can find us at facebook.com slash weird shit my mom says podcast and if you have a creepy story or crazy story or you think you were reincarnated you can send us an email it's going to be weird shit my mom says at gmail.com and finally don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We still didn't get any other reviews besides Jeff oh, man. this week on Apple Podcasts, and I still can't see Spotify ones. So if you leave us a comment that is nice, we'll probably see it, especially if it's on Apple Podcasts. So do it. I'll read it on here. Yeah. So other things that you might find on Patreon are when we accidentally say stupid shit. I will probably start cutting ah, out bloopers and putting them on there fun. as well. Just an FYI. And I, you won't get the blooper that we just made in the episode, but I'll just tell you that you want to go out there awesome. and Awesome. Thank you for all your hard work. You did good. Mm-hmm. You did good. In case no one told you. Yeah, I try. I try. I'm going to do better at, at that. So, Fact. Werewolf is real. real. <laughs>